Hello, and welcome to Thank You for Toilet Paper, a history of the little things. I'm your host, Elizabeth Miller. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get things going. So a while back, I made a magnificent discovery. Apparently, in the ears of listening technology, I sound a whole lot like my brother. So much so that his Google Home recognizes my voice as his own. Now, usually this just means that I will ask it to tell me a joke or the weather, but every now and then it does allow me to mess with whatever my brother's watching on the TV that's connected. All in good fun. I'm not super creative in that space. Not much of a prankster. That awesome title goes to my sister. So I haven't tried anything else, but it's been worth a few laughs. And it's all possible through some pretty impressive Wi-Fi and Bluetooth technology. Back when I was in college, I worked on helping develop a game that encourages interest in STEM subjects among younger students. This led to the research of a number of individuals involved in early computing, which included Ada Lovelace and Hedy Lamarr. It was a pretty cool job. I'm gonna gotta say, I really loved it. We did some collaboration with the Computer History Museum in California, and you went out there for a visit, for some research, for what we were working on, and we saw an enormous abacus and even a Babbage machine, which was designed to be considered one of the first computers. It was designed by Charles Babbage with the help for figuring out the computing and the coding from Ada Lovelace. Lovelace is known as the world's first computer programmer. She was a boss. I loved learning about these incredible women of science, and in particular, how they've contributed to the world of computing, technology, and basically just how we connect with each other on a daily basis, particularly when so much of it is online right now. And so today, we're going to talk about one of the contributions of Hedy Lamarr, specifically, that has changed the world as we know it, Bluetooth. Bluetooth, as it turns out, actually got its name from a Danish king. His name was Harald Bluetooth, and he was a Viking king from 958 to 970. According to one resource, he loved blueberries so much that he perpetually had blue teeth, thus the name Bluetooth. He is remembered for uniting different parts of Denmark and Norway, and subsequently converting many of the Danes to Christianity. The key thing here is that he united peoples, which was important for the concept of Bluetooth. As wireless functions and features became more widely used and more widespread, a huge need arose to connect all the dots from the various technologies popping up. One person who saw this problem and wanted to fix it was a man working for Intel named Jim Carduck. Carduck also wanted to unite competing technologies and companies, just like King Harald Bluetooth. And it just so happened that about the same time Carduck was trying to figure out how to do so, he was reading a book about Vikings that talked about the Bluetooth king. Cardiac found the king an inspiring figure in bringing together competing parties and thus inspired the name. Initially, Bluetooth wasn't meant to be the official name, but it became popular in the press and it ran away from them just a little bit. So what's with the logo? Well, it turns out that those symbols are actually Scandinavian runes that spell the initials of Harold Bluetooth. But aside from the last name of the Danish king, what is Bluetooth exactly? Bluetooth is a short-range wireless standard meant to connect different devices with different functions and manufacturers over short distances using UHF radio waves in order to exchange data. Bluetooth is also used to create personal area networks. In 1989 in Lund, Sweden, a man named Nils Rydbeck developed the short link radio system that would later go on to be called Bluetooth after some intense collaboration. 
it got there eventually. Initially, the development of this short link radio system was only meant to develop wireless headsets. But then the idea started to percolate about using the technology to connect all sorts of different types of the ever-developing technology of the 90s. In 1997, an IBM man named Adalio Sanchez came to Rydebeck with the proposition of incorporating the IBM ThinkPad with a mobile phone. Initial exploration of the idea came back with the conclusion that the battery power of the phone at the time was not sufficient for the new technology. However, as both Rydbeck and Sanchez's technologies were not huge leaders in their field at the time, they decided to craft a technology with Rydbeck's short link radio system that could connect across all technologies rather than just two. In 1998, Sanchez and Rydbeck had gathered people from Nokia, Intel, Toshiba as well and formed the Bluetooth Special Interest Group, or Bluetooth SIG. By 1999, we had the first device for Bluetooth use on the consumer market. Bluetooth has some pretty useful and amazing features. It's a technology that involves both hardware and software. The hardware means that your device needs to have a small chip in them that sends the necessary radio waves for the Bluetooth technology to work. Bluetooth is also a wireless technology standard, which means that it has to work across all devices. Bluetooth works with what is called a slave master system. That is to say that one device issues the command to up to seven other listening devices. Any device, however, can be both a slave and a master simultaneously. It just depends on what they're paired with. When you pair your device with another device, one of them is becoming the master and the other the slave, which is to say that one issues the commands via radio waves and the other one listens and follows. Bluetooth technologies also work in a self-healing mesh network. This means that if, for some reason, one of your connected devices goes down, loses power, something like that, it doesn't cause the rest of your devices to shut off and lose their power as well. They can continue to work independent of the whole, as it were, in the net of your connected devices using Bluetooth. Bluetooth uses frequency hopping spread spectrum. This technology allows it to replace wired methods of transmission over short distances for a relatively cheap price, with affordable microchips in each device. It is also a technology which requires very little power usage. But let's back it up a second. Before we had Rydvec, Intel, IBM, Nokia, Toshiba, Ericsson, and Sanchez, we had Lamar. Hedy Lamar, to be exact. Or rather, Hedwig Eva Maria Kiesler from Austria. Hedy Lamar was born in Vienna in 1914 and went on to become a famous film actress in American cinema. She was also an inventor and a film producer. She had a relatively short career in Europe, starring in Austrian, German, and Czech films before she fled from her husband to Paris. In Paris, she was discovered by an MGM studio head who promised to make her a star and began marketing her as the most beautiful woman in the world. She worked on numerous films in Hollywood and on television and even received her own Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame in 1960. When World War II hit, it was Hetty, the actress, and George Antile, the composer, who got together to create technology that would change the world. George reported Hetty as saying that she felt guilty earning so much money over in Hollywood when there was so much going on with the war efforts at the time and she wanted to contribute. They created frequency hopping technology for a radio guidance system that was built to help guide torpedoes for the Allied forces. Lamar had heard of jamming signals that were disrupting torpedo trajectory and so came up with the idea of frequency hopping in order to circumvent the problem. She got together with George Antile to help make the idea a reality, with George Antile doing most of the technical work. The technology was not actually adopted by the U.S. Navy until 1957, although it was patented much earlier. But it has since become a fundamental part of Bluetooth technology as well as Wi-Fi. 
Who'd have thought that thanks to an actress, a musician, a Viking king, a Swedish inventor, and a whole lot of collaboration, we would have the magic of telling our phones to turn the lights off for us, or listening to music wirelessly, or even the magic of finding out that I sound just like my brother, apparently, and Google Home doesn't know the difference. It has made for many fun jokes and a lot to be grateful for. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.